to the Bailey and Harding ultrasound system. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. Yay! You like that? This is where you say what episode number it is, Ali. We'll we'll get there one day. Oh, it's episode number twenty-four, I think. Well, maybe twenty-five. It is. Episode number twenty. Hi, I'm Ali Bailey. This is episode number twenty-four. Welcome. There we go. Maybe I'll edit that together and make it sound like you knew what you're talking about. I was just off offline. Me and Anna always have a little bit of chat before the pod. We noticed at the bottom of Zoom is AI companion. And I joked and said, well, maybe while I'm on holiday, you could use AI companion to, to present the pod with. Do you think it would be a good idea? But it would replace me. I would not have a job when I came back. Oh, AI companion knows how to count. Well, yeah. And that's all you need in this podcast, really, is counting. And I like that name, AI Companion. It's like maybe I could get an AI Companion and then I wouldn't have to look for a boyfriend. <sighs> oh my God, I watched a programme about that. Was it the, that film? The film about the guy that gets obsessed with the woman's voice? What's no, that is that Joy? No, it's a different one. It's got, I feel like it's got Matthew McConaughey in. In fact, you know what? I feel like I'm making all of this up and people are going to be like, no, it doesn't have Matthew McConaughey in. It's not a woman's voice. It's that pretty girl everyone likes. You know, the what the actress. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like right, okay. This is, this is bad. This is bad chat. Anyway, right. Come on. Let's get stuck into the podcast. Hey, we've had some wins this week, haven't we? I mean, I don't know if they're our wins or if they're the listeners' wins or if they're Paul Alban's wins. I mean, I think our win is the same thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I would have thought so. The win. So we're recording this later than usual, as in later on in the week than usual, because we wanted to do it after we had our IRL meetup. That's in real life for people who don't know what that stands for. And um, we went along to the Rabbit Challenge at Daventry Country Park with Big Bear Events, Paul Albon, who we chat about on the pod all the time. And um, loads of lovely listeners turned it up. Did more loads of was it more than you were expecting, Ali? God, yeah. It was yeah. more than... Right, so I used to um, I used to present on another podcast. Uh, Why are you it? Sorry. I will not say the name of it, but it rem- rhymes with Rad Roy Summing. And um, we <laughs> used to do these IRL meetups. Five people, ten people maybe. We used to do camping weekends. Five people, ten people, eight people. We never had that amount of people, like not in the whole history of the Poddington did we ever have that many people. So I'm so chuffed. that We had 30 people, yeah, 30 of you lovely listeners, and we had such a nice time with you. Uh, to be honest, like I was pretty overwhelmed and like I've not really stopped thinking about it since Wednesday because I just, it's just so lovely and just met so many lovely people and I was just so chuffed that people like actually came and came from quite far away as well some of them yeah, i came from quite far away <laughs> I, came from, I came from two and a half hours away but there's yeah, other people yeah. that also came someone um fee came from sussex she came down yeah. from the bottom of the country and then someone else came from like 145 miles away and you know that's i saw their stories chanel came from hayes nobody was moaning though were they podcast pet came from gloucester podcast pet and podcast pet Oh my God, he supplied some of the most delicious delicacies I've ever seen. I've ever tasted. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable. And I, but I'll tell you something about Podcast Pair. This is me pouring scorn on his ideas. He sent me a text earlier in the week and went, Do you want me to make some cakes? And I was like, I'm not really into cakes. <laughs> so, you know, I think Lotus, Lotus, Lotus Biscoff is overrated. Not really into brownies. Don't really like them. They're just, ugh, 
cake. So yeah, if you want to make me a vegan, gluten-free, dark chocolate and raspberry ganache, yeah, I'll have it. Right, big poo-poo about the cakes. Then he turned up with the cakes. Holy shit. <laughs> the cakes were amazing. They were delicious. He just he just bought out three trays. So Dean, the podcast pet, just bought out three trays of brownies, Lotus Biscoff, chocolate orange and chocolate. They weren't just and, flat and was brownies. Like, I bought brownies. They were like proper square, measured oh. square brownies that were like probably two inches deep. Yeah. Like the Lotus Biscoff had a full Biscoff mm-hmm. stuck to the top and the chocolate orange had a full segment of Terry's chocolate orange stuck to the top. And and they were all gluten-free apart from the Lotus Biscoff because the biscuits are not uh, gluten-free. But he just casually bought them out and I was like, that's so kind of you, Dean. And he was like, I baked mm-hmm. them. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He was like, yeah, I used to be a baker. That boy He's, it's has like a like cat. got so much it's like stuff a cat. going on, hasn't he? Like he's got he's nine literally... lives. Yeah. Yeah, just like, oh, in a past life, I was a baker. Yeah, and he made them. So, yeah, that um, was amazing. Yeah, we met, I met so many nice people. We met so many nice people. And I know from Instagram, there were other, we met people, we ran around in circles with people. But I, I know from Instagram, there were people that didn't say hello. So there were people that were like, I'm here because of the pod, but I'm not going to say hello. Yeah, and that's fine. fine. Like, But please say hello. Uh- no because it can be quite overwhelming for people at times and like you know not everyone's like us that just like barrel rolls in and goes hi everyone yeah um, we're like ralphie we're like your dog aren't we oh my we're like, literally my are like ralphie yeah he came and made a guest surprise visit at the end and did barrel roll in and say hi to everyone yeah he basically came like a cannonball straight straight towards the pond and sort of got like hit all of the geese who just all flew off in multiple directions there must have been 40 or 50 geese that he hit like a massive <laughs> springer ball of joy yeah. Yeah. um and they're making they're like if they didn't make that noise around pickle she would have shit herself he's like <laughs> <laughs> <"Go."> <laughs> he's so enthusiastic about everything and he is very enthusiastic about life but it was it was so good and i think we had a lot of people doing the a lot of listeners would listeners i suppose say readers um doing distances that they didn't think that they were going to do like everybody yeah. did, i think did a little bit more apart from me that they thought that they were going to do and that's the greatest thing about those laps events isn't it and those and Paul's races like they're just you end up like I think I did four laps at the end yeah four laps and um yeah. every lap I was seeing something different on the lap and at one point on the last lap I did say to my friend uh are we going the right way because I, yeah. I couldn't remember the, this little tunnel of trees it was really interesting oh I love the tunnel of trees that was my they favorite weren't boring bit. laps were they no no they were really nice laps and well done Oh, there's so much well done. There was so much well done. Shout out to Ian who had well done printed on his t-shirt for his fancy dress. Um, I think he like. I think he probably wear that now forever because I think he quite liked it. I quite like it. It was great. Um, but yes, there we have. Yeah, the well done is now is is a thing. It's a thing. We like. We do like. I think we've gone full three sixty. But I'm glad we had the debate. I'm glad it raged on for four and a half weeks. That's a bit of content, wasn't it? It was. It, it was. We'll have to find something else to talk about now. Now, whenever I say well done, I just feel like I'm, people say it because they want to see if I'm going to say it. Ah, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and I am going to say it because it's the thing. Uh, fancy dress, well done. We had somebody, what was, um, I can't remember what her name was, that lady who had the, the double sandwich board on. She was um, Bad Race Organisation. Oh Bad race organization. So it was like a tick list of things not to do as a race organizer. Um, Ali came as um the guardian of the good thoughts, stroke bad thoughts about running. Yes. Um, 
Julius came as getting the bin and he ran around with an actual bin on his back with a litter picker picking up litter, which I thought was quite good. Uh, Brad came as a man having a midlife crisis, a.k.a. Brad came as Brad. And what other fancy dresses? We have well done, and we had oh, um, Haley came as Strava. <laughs> oh yeah, Haley came to the fancy dress party as Strava. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, and how Strava rounds down your distance. That was yeah. good. I like that one. Um, it was really good, and I think it was a good balance between people in fancy dress and people that, like me who say they're going to do a fancy dress party, then can't be asked. I did. I I think I think we ought to wish you an apology by by saying that we did encourage fancy dress. And people made an effort for fancy dress. And neither you nor I actually turned up in fancy dress. I did. I was going to be a motivational water bottle with um, little sayings stuck up my leg. But my leggings didn't allow for the safety pins to pin them on. And they just didn't really stick right. So um... could use glue. could use Gorilla Glue straight to the skin. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I done. I didn't wear fancy dress because I don't wear fancy dress. When I first met Julius, who is my friend, who came along, he was my boyfriend when I first met him. And the first thing I did when I moved in with him was made him get rid of his fancy dress box. Honestly. Because he had this... Wow. I met him at Marathon. I I knew him for a while. He used to do marathons in fancy dress. And I was like, such a miserable bastard. And I was like, fancy dress is horrible. Get rid of it. I made him get rid of all his fancy dress. So after we split up, he slowly had to piece back together his fancy dress drawer because I made him throw it away. That's how full of scorn and hate I am. Unbelievable. No wonder that relationship didn't last. That doesn't, I mean, I'd like to say I'm surprised by it, but I'm really not. I'm really not. Um, so let's mm-hmm. talk about your your running because you did make a little a little uh, comment about not running as far as you wanted to run um, on Wednesday. How's it going? It's my, it's my, it's my getting yeah. the bin. Oh, so shit. So I, obviously after the autumn 100, I was, I didn't feel very well. So I went to the doctors. I felt, I feel constantly mm. achy. Um, and like I've got doms all the time and exhausted. And I have been, so I went to the doctors, they took my bloods. A billion different tests. And then I was supposed to see the doctor last week, but she was off six. I'm seeing her this Wednesday. I'm not actually, I'm on the phone to her this Wednesday. And I started to feel a bit better. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go running again. So the first run I did after the Auto 100 was like four days, five days, maybe a week. Actually, it was a week. It was a full week. It was, it wasn't more than a week. Eight days. I've been on long dog walks, but that was it. It was six miles and I felt terrible about three miles in. I felt like I had a tight chest. I felt like I was, I was achy, but I thought, oh, it's just coming back. It's just coming back. It's fine. Like, you know, yeah. coming back to running. And then I went out for a couple more runs with Pickle uh, and it was okay. And then I was in the lakes at the weekend and I did run hikes because obviously I was at like Coniston and I was with my friend and I was with my dog. So I was like, I'm going to run. We ran, ran hikes up Coniston around the old man, all that sort of stuff. I felt all right because it was also all very, it was 18 minute miles at one yeah. point. Like, come on. And then I was like, I'll be fine for Big Bear. And I started running at Big Bear and everything's normal. I've started to take magnesium, B6 and zinc, a bit of CBD in the mornings. I'm taking like a mix, a seeded mix that's got loads of like CD yeah. omegas in it. Uh, anything basically to make me feel a bit better. It was fine. And then about, I got to probably 12 miles and things, and suddenly it like clicked, it flicked and it went from being fine to being absolutely exhausted and like full of doms again. Like I could barely move. Like I felt like my blood had turned to like rusty lava. 
and it and I've been hit by a cricket bat. I felt the way I feel you uh, usually at like mile eighty or ninety wow. in and it was horrific. It was horrible. And I was like, I I, I stopped to have a coffee. Then I cracked on again. I was like, I don't, mm. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I just feel so rubbish. And I was like going through what I'd done wrong. Have I taken enough salt? Sixteen mile flat yeah. jog. Like, and I and I I'm not saying that because I'm saying God, anyone can do that. I'm saying that because in my realm, yeah, of the you world, can. That is a Sunday yeah. jogathon, and I felt so. I just felt awful. Got in the car, decided to stop, stopped. Ate so ate drank so it still felt terrible. Took some ibuprofen because I stopped running. Mm. Didn't work. Just still felt awful. Got in the car, fell out the car at services. That like, I literally looked like I'd run hundred miles, and I just wanted to cry all the time. And I was drinking pint after pint of milk. I was like anything that would just stop this from hurting. Next morning, woke up like I'd been hit by a bus again, and I'm like, this is rubbish. And it's just it's just like getting the bin because I'm so been looking after myself so well. When I look back on the drinking and even the smoking yeah. for so long and then you stop all that and then you're trying to live your best life and this is stopping me exercising yeah. and I love exercising and to be fair and I'm a coach and I shouldn't do this I use exercising to like help my yeah. mental health and if I don't have it I'm like oh now I've got to find a new coping mechanism shit and, I, and, I, and I'll find one but really I've come to the point I see the doctor next Wednesday I've come to the point where I've just had to accept that I've cancelled my race for Saturday I was supposed to be running Chalkland Way 40 cancelled it going to Cornwall next week but I would have spoken to doctor by then to do arc reccees but they're, they're not going to be the 20 mile runs I thought they were going to be they're going to be the 15 mile run hike yeah. jog hikes that yeah. I can cope with and just get this shit sorted out because I'm starting to panic about the arc of attrition about my year next year and like all that stuff um and I know I shouldn't panic and I am doing um, everything right <laughs> there's a lot of do- there's a lot of doctors on Instagram isn't there people that just slide into DMs who suddenly appear to be medical professionals um, and I know people care, but it's like we said last week, please just leave it. And I've said, I'm just putting this out there in case anyone else yeah. is having the same problem. Because when I find out what it is, I will say what it is for me, what what, what yeah. they told me it is. So hopefully by next week, we will I'll have some sort of thoughts from a medical mm. professional. But what I'm going to do for the, from now until the end of December yeah. is rest. I'm not going to not run. I'm going to do my four miles, five yeah. miles dog jogs. I'm gonna do my recce arc, arc recce, recce arc. arc recce. <laughs> and I'm, but I'm going on holiday for three oh, weeks in the Philippines, right? It. Where there's gonna be, yeah, I've not mentioned it. There's 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 hot sun, there's sea full of minerals that my yeah. body could suck up. There's lots of yogi, stretchy, paddleboardy, laying downy, and that's what I'm gonna do. Because when I think about it, I haven't actually done that yeah. for about four years. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, do you think that maybe this is your body just telling you that? you know you you just need to slow down just for a little bit does your body do that yeah do you get compacted exhaustions compacted exhaustions is that what you're calling it what's a compacted Com- exhaustion compacted exhaustions the name of my band <laughs> well your exhaustion is compacted into into a big black box of failure which sits like in your legs stops you oh. running compacted failure it's like compacted fecal vomit What's that? Do you not know what compacted fecal vomit is? No. Oh, hang on. Fecal, isn't that poo? If you take loads of Imodium, right, and some people take loads. Oh, I've never taken it. You stop yourself from pooing, but you don't stop yourself from creating poo. Mm. And it can come out the other hole, the mouth hole. 
And what? it comes out as compacted fecal vomit. It's Are really you dangerous. Yeah, it's really dangerous. It's Google it. Actually, don't Google it, but take the images off. Um, it's really serious. It can kill you. It can poison yeah. you, give you blood poisoning. Um, yeah. and, it, and I've had medical professionals who I know who've actually dealt with the cases of this and seen it happen and smelt it happen. And they're like, you oh. do not want that to happen. I tell you what, you find out about that stuff. It's the last time you take Imodium before a race. I'm telling you. You're like, I'd rather it came out. <laughs> so oh compacted exhaustion is a thing I've made up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but it's really hard. And listen, I don't know let us know do you have top tips for resting not running because yeah. my brain I'm a coach I'm a coach I'm a good coach really good I'm really good at talking about mindset really good at all this stuff I'm a really good coach for me no I'm like I'm gonna get so unfit I'm gonna turn this jab of the heart all the muscle I've built is gonna go I'm gonna turn to a massive slug person with a little tiny face I'm gonna be <laughs> slugging around my house I'm gonna be absolutely unfit I'm gonna have to do couch to 5k again I'm gonna have to and it's like Calm the fuck down. <laughs> you're still doing, yeah, but you're still doing like long dog walks. You're still going to your PT, aren't you? Yeah, tw- like twice a week I'll be in the gym because I love the gym. Yeah, so that's fine. You're not going to get completely unfit and turn into Jabba the Hurt. One thing that I would say, though, that maybe, and look, um, this is not me dishing out my advice to you because I know that's not what you want. No, but I'm maybe... interested in your advice and I'm interested and, 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 <laughs> and I'm asking for advice of how do people accept because it's not just me, it's other people as well that will be benefit yeah. from this. Yeah. It's time to stop. How to accept that? Well, I, it depends what your doctor's going to say on Wednesday, because I think if she's, you know, she might say something that you're like, okay, yeah, I need to stop. But I've just assumed your doctor's a woman. Did you say she's she is. a woman? She is, oh, she is. Okay. Yeah. I would say as well, like, just be prepared that she may not have a name for whatever it is that you're going through. Like, it might not be, she might not know. Well, I've had someone look at my bloods because I've got the test results. That someone yeah. is a doctor. Yeah. And they've given me three things where they're like, this isn't right, this isn't right, and this isn't right. So I've got an idea of what she's going to say. Yeah. And I think it's treatable with drugs, which I will take. How do you know? Because the doctor that I've, that's looked at my bloods, my, yeah. my, my friend who is a doctor who's looked at the test results has said... Um. These things are treatable. So Fine. these, when you go and talk to her, because the, the the doctor I've spoken to who's looked at my bloods is an ultra runner. And they, uh. and they said to me, if you often, she was like, these bloods were taken a week and a half after a hundred miler, which is why this is high, this is low, this is weird. Yeah. She's like, Some doctors don't understand that because they don't understand ultra running. They don't yeah. know. They don't know what the signs are. Like he, he's like, your liver looks like it's underperforming, but that's because it's a week after a hundred miler. Yeah. So um, he's like, uh, so have that in mind and then there's things to push on like to get other tests on that he's told me push on that get a test on that just to rule it out get a test on yeah. that just to rule it out get a test on that just to rule it out but there is things I'm quite hopeful there is things I don't think I'm dying of some terrible illness no, no. I think that there is things I can do I just want to know what those things are but the other thing is I woke up this morning and I feel all right so I'm like oh, okay I'm gonna go out and do a 10 mile run but I'm like you're not allowed to do that you've got to you've got to be like grateful that you feel well but take the dog for a nice walk Go to the gym tomorrow. I'm gonna to have a I'm allowing a run on Sunday with Julius. A nice run to the potato field to collect the potatoes that missed the potato machine. I love stealing potatoes. <laughs> is that allowed? Well, the potato machine's done the harvest and there's loads of potatoes left. So I just take a great big bag and put the potatoes in because they're gonna get mashed into the ground otherwise. Three <laughs> potatoes for everybody. Um, it's a potato. 
Yeah, bag protect. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I got the bid. I'll keep you updated on it. It's quite difficult. I'm, I know, and it's really funny how I'm so good at, at coaching other people on this, but I'm very not very good at doing it to myself. But then I guess yeah. it's like everyone, every therapist that's good has a therapist, right? Of course. Of course, you need a coach, Ali. Yeah, so if anyone has got any advice on, like, how to, uh, yeah, how to be okay with resting when you're, like, a machine, um, yeah, get in touch, let us know. Send us a DM on the Ultra Sound System pod Insta. We'd love to hear from you. I've got a little post-it note here. Yeah. Attached. Look, if I really loved myself, what would I do? Oh, and I'm like, if you really loved yourself, you'd get better. You'd be yeah. like, I'm going to get better. And someone on the run at the weekend, uh, the weekend was Wednesday, said to me, I didn't run between this race and this race because I was so fucked. Like yeah. six weeks. And he's like, and the second race was incredible. I did so well. I was so <laughs> rested. And, so, and you don't lose endurance. He was like, you don't lose endurance. You'll, you'll be fine. And it's not like, a, you know, like you say, I am going to keep 20, 30 more weeks jogging chilling not doing races yeah. Yeah. so it'll be okay anyway that's why i get in the bin it's yeah. a bit rubbish but i'll keep you updated it's i'm i'm 90 percent sure this is perimenopause yeah that's how i feel about it so i just get me some testosterone gel rub it all over my face and everything will be okay and then i, I think you should, woman. no i don't think you should put it on your face i don't think you do put that one on your face oh i bought some magnesium spray as well and i'm not gonna Good. put that on my face because i think that if you do you turn it to iron man uh something like that yeah i was saying to you on wednesday wasn't i that if you're taking magnesium orally it's um often better to take magnesium topically which is through your skin because your body absorbs it better um than if you take it if you ingest it then so, she yeah. said don't put it on your face <laughs> no you yeah because you said you were why don't l'oreal do a moisturizer with magnesium in so i can put it on my face and it, it because it does tingle Sometimes when you put it on your skin, it does tingle. So Ooh, don't probably want a tingly face. Um, get in the bin for me this week. I mean, I've had a really great week, to be fair. Like, there's nothing super awful. The only thing that I would say, I guess, is, is this illness that I'm still kind of half battling. Because um, the, it's been like eight weeks, maybe longer. What's that song that goes? It's been now we eight weeks since you me. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, it's like Chinese chicken, never drumstick in your eyes. Next files of the lifetime. That's a great song. What song's that? Bare naked ladies. One week. Right, that's going on the playlist in 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 honor of your cold eight week cold. Yeah. So, like, I feel I feel like maybe this week is the first week that I don't really sound too snotty I still don't sound right someone who I don't even know well came up to me possibly at the big bear event and said you still don't sound right and I was like that's I don't do I look at those balloons so you just got... balloons. what the hell AI assistant listen we are recording this on zoom as we do every week but I've left my laptop at work so I'm doing it on my phone and I was just talking, and all of a sudden, loads of balloons just went up in the background of me. They're did you say real. happy birthday or something? No. What did I say? You, someone, I came you... Up, someone came up to you at the Big Bear event and said, you don't sound like you, yourself. You don't sound like, you don't sound well. Well done. Yeah. Well done. I'm no, trying to make balloons happen again. Um, 
No, that's anyway. not true. This person went up to Anna and went, you're not the real Anna Harding, and slapped her in the face. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true um, either. No, so, uh, yeah, it's been eight weeks since I've... That song's called One Week. I said that to you. I thought you bare said naked, eight weeks. Bare naked lady, one week. Yeah. And um, ever, it's ever since the Seven Valleys, well, be, just before the Seven Valleys, I basically have been carrying a cold of some sort since, like, September. And I'm just, it, that it can get in the bin because when I was running on Wednesday, so like the, that was the furthest that I've run since Seven Valleys. I did. Yeah, how was your run? You seem to be having a lovely time. Well, I did three laps, um, but yeah, I was having a lovely time. I did the first one speed, speedy for me, I suppose. And then towards the end of it though, it's my chest. It's just like, nope. And I kind of just can't carry on at that pace. And so I just go. Have you still finished just your drugs and stuff? Yeah, I finished all my drugs. Mm. Um, and like taking vitamins and eating really well. So like, I and I don't feel ill in myself. It's just, I feel like, I don't know. People talk about like long COVID and stuff and how like it affects your respiratory system for weeks and weeks and weeks. And like a chest infection you know, there's still stuff that's going to be repairing on my chest. So mm-hmm. I fully expect it to be not quite right yet. And I yep. just hope that, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks, I might be back to back to normal. All but you yeah, can do you, is get better. Yeah. That's all you can do. And yeah. it's, at least, you know, you're not dying, are you? You're still, you're no. at work, it's all all right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like some people, someone said that to me, they're like, do you think you've got long COVID? I was like, I don't even think I've had COVID. I had COVID when I was years ago, but... I'm not even I don't know I don't know anyway yeah years ago I had COVID and then I and then I I haven't don't think I've had it since right I've been I think I've been quite Teflon coated when it comes to COVID but then I'm like you just don't know do you because there's so it could be just making its way through various strains yeah yeah. um and like the aching this feels like flu but without the snotty coughing shit that's that's what the ache feels like it feels like flu, you know full body ache so interesting I'm just noticed my spider part behind me has got absolutely mad I'm very proud of it um, what is your is it was what what else we, oh grim did we do oh, we didn't did we... do we didn't do grims did we I haven't really got a grim I suppose I've got grim. one that's gonna piss you off oh I've got a grim to piss you off I fucking hate Christmas so first of November oh my Christ watching TV and what's that noise that's the jingle of jingle bells on TV adverts I'm like are you on crack what I need to get some jingle bells right get some put some jingle bells on this. Right, jingle bell <laughs> this. The 1st of November. Yeah. I settled down to watch Married at First Sight UK and judge people. Yeah. And what's going on? Jingle, 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 jingle. Celebration. Aldi, we've got the best. It, it was a Lindor wrapper. It was a goddamn Lindor wrapper for the Master Chocolatier. And it was like, no, no, no. And then there was another one. And then there was another one. And I was like, the 1st of November. Jesus Christ. Oh, and then I went to pick up Julius the other day. Yesterday, Wednesday, what day was Wednesday? The 1st of November. The house, the ho-ho-no house, as I call it. There's a house on the way to his house. There's got a billion Christmas lights. They were switched on. It was quarter to six in the morning. And ho-ho-no had their bloody lights on. And I'm like, it's the 1st of November. What is going on? That's what happens. That's what happens. We haven't even got got to fireworks day. Oh, yeah, but that's like now. We've got to burn the man day. Burn the man, burn the man. My favourite day, burning the man. And popping the sparklers, I just think. Get it, I just stop it. I right. I think 
you I think you think and I might be wrong that I like love Christmas like I am like tinsel mctits who like goes I... around sprinkling fucking glitter and joy on everybody I think your Christmas tree is up I think if I went if you went downstairs your Christmas tree would be no. up and, no. and Neil would be making a pancake just as an elf Ooh. Yeah. no no and look I think people can do what they want, right? Christmas is Christmas is Christmas. Some people celebrate Christmas super early and like start getting all the stuff out early for many reasons. They might have a dying family member who's not going to make it to Christmas. Don't roll your eyes lucky, at me. Lucky family member. Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, so I, I don't really have like a strong opinion either way about Christmas in November because... It doesn't offend me. It doesn't upset me. I don't really massively notice it. But one thing that I would say is that I am flying off to New York today. Oh, <laughs> shit. The, that's the capital of Christmas. Capital of Christmas. New York in November is Christmas as fuck. Well, have you been to New York in Chris- at Christmas? I've before? not been to New York at actual Christmas. I've been at this time of year before when I ran the marathon because it's New it York Marathon. It is simply Christmas. magical. Like I don't like Christmas. No, but I've been to New York at Christmas and New yeah. Year. I went to New York, New York for that New Year where Barack Obama had just come into power, and it was the greatest celebration I've ever seen. I was like, "Whoa!" It, everyone was so happy. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we had an apartment right by where the thing drops. It was mad. The ball. The ball. Um, I went to New York at Christmas. It was magical. I felt like I was an elf. It was just magical. I loved it. Like, yeah. And I don't like Christmas, but I was like, I like the ice skating and the fake snow and, like, the people shopping. It's just, oh, man, it was incredible. You know what you are, Ali? What? Grinch. A hypocrite. Not a hypocrite. I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite. I said, oh, no, because it's November. November. But I do like, but I can still like Christmas in New York. I'm not a hypocrite. I can still like Christmas in New York. Like <laughs> Not anywhere else. My problem with it is people wishing away the time. I think it, it. I think it's a. It's 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 a societal lack of mindfulness that we're just desperately trying to get to this day. And it's like, stop it. Enjoy what we've got now. Enjoy the beautiful autumnal like leaves coming off the trees. Does anybody notice the colours at the moment? They're incredible. Like, like enjoy this time yeah, we have. Two months and then late. Chris- Christmas will come. It will come. You don't need to like get all like. The other thing is the pressure on people to have a good time. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. And I don't I live on my own. I don't have any children. I don't have a close family. Get the little violin out. And I so Christmas is not a thing for me. I don't have anyone. I go and yeah. spend it by myself. I pretty much always spend it on my own, which is fine. And I'll be going to Cornwall this year with the baby pie. Um I just glanced at Pickle. She looks clinically obese at the moment. Big tummy. Sorry, Pickle. Fat shaming my dog. Um and it's just a lot of pressure on people, you know. What are you doing for Christmas? What are you going for Christmas? So uh and I just think if we're going to do that, can we leave it till like December as opposed to starting it at the 1st of November? Because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Can we please leave it till the 1st of December? Please. Okay. Please. Okay. I get it. I get it. I and do. We, and we also need to have an agreement on songs for the playlist that are Christmassy. There needs to be an agreement. Well, I'm starting a new Christmas one. <laughs> Separate Christmas one. So get your requests in now. And we <laughs> Jingle <will> get, hell. <laughs> we'll get the playlist up. On the 1st of December. I'll be out of the country by then, so I won't be able to stop it. So it's all good. I just want to say, like, I don't think we're, like, 
rushing towards the day. I like Christmas in November because it means that you can like feel the joy of festive fun for longer. Why can't you just feel the joy of fun without the festive? Because I like festive. What about just having November festive, like uh, gingerbread latte? Oh, that's Christmas. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte, that's October. That's October. Firework latte. Is Thanksgiving in November? Yeah. Which is... what I experienced when I was in New York. Maybe. It's called She, that film, by the way. She? What, the AI robot film? Yeah, it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. He falls and in who's love the with pretty the one that... It's Sigourney... <laughs> it's Sigourney Weaver. It's not. <laughs> it's not Sigourney Weaver. It's the other one. The one with the face that's symmetrical. You know, the oh, blonde one. I thought you just Googled Marvel it. Films. I did, and then I lost it. Oh, anyway. Uh, I'll tell you okay. We've it's done not... our... Yeah, it's called She, 2013. Okay. Good. We've done our win. We've done our grin. We've done our get in the bin. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Got it. Okay, great. So, what do you want to do next? Do you want to do a correspondence call or do you want to do playlist? Playlist! That's what we always do. Well, the playlist has been a bit stunted, except for today when it had one week added to it by me. Um, and, and, and you and six. What is that? What is six? I don't oh! know what six is. On Saturday, I went down to London with my sister because for her birthday, I bought her tickets to see the musical six. What is the musical six? It is about, I think you'd really enjoy it. It is about Henry VIII's wives and they form a girl band and Ooh. they have a, a singing competition based on who's had the shittest life. I love it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I mean, obviously they sing everything. Are they dressed like if from the 1700s or 1600s or whatever? They dress like they're from the 1600s, but also from like... The year 3000. Oh, I love it. Like, mashed up. Brilliant. It's so okay, good. In. It's so good. And this song is is brilliant. So, And it's really um, catchy. So it's, it's, for anyone who knows the musical who's listening, it is the final song called Six. I'll listen to that then. We're one of a kind, no category two. Many years. Didn't they have their lips chopped off? Didn't they all have their heads chopped off? Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. So two beheaded. Sounds like my relationship history, to be honest. <laughs> and one of them, so Anne Boleyn in Six, she is played by like this like really young girl who's like, her song's all like about L-O-L, don't lose your head. And she's all like, ha, 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 I've lost my head. Oh, let's talk about domestic violence in the 1600s. But they used to chop people's heads oh, off. Yeah, but they do. They talk about rape. They talk about domestic violence. They talk about the patriarchy. They, it's, it's yeah, heavy. Don't get me started on the bloody patriarchy. Fucking out this week. I'll talk about that <laughs> next week. Hey, so um, someone asked me to add, we added Killing in the Name. Off, we did that. Denver Luna by Underworld. I added that. Someone asked for that. And I was like, that's a tune. And then um, No Pain, No Gain by Bodyworks. Absolutely brilliant. It's such a Jimbro song. No pain, I don't know that. no gain. It's really, really good. Listen to when it. you said that, I suddenly thought of a song from our childhood. Was it Millie Vanilli? No way, no way. No, no, that's Vanilla. 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 That, they were called Vanilla. They were a girl vanilla. band called Vanilla. No way, no, no way. way. Manana. Manana. 
Um, they had a number of songs. They were short-lived. So yesterday, the other day, Nikki New was messaging me uh, personally about a uh, video where Rudy Reese from Who Dares Wins was having a nervous breakdown in his house. So that could have been oh. any of the videos on Rudy Reese's channel. Would advise people to go and watch some Rudy Reese exercise videos because you will cry laughing. Okay. The man's, he's just, he's just happy how he is. And he said to me, we were talking about Rylan, because I love Rylan. I, love I Rylan. want to be friends with Rylan. I, I want Rylan, Rylan to give me too. I want Rylan to put a quote on the back of my book. I'm going to send yeah. him the book. I love Rylan, right? Nikki's, uh, Nick's like, where's Rylan from? I'm like, pardon? He's like, where did Rylan come from? I'm like, what do you mean, where did Rylan come from? He said, did he come from that Katie Price oh. uh, documentary thing? Signed by Katie Price. I'm like, what the fuck is signed by Katie Price? So I looked it up. That's not where he came from. No, but he was on. But he was on signed by Katie Price before he was on the X Factor. So, oh, do you remember signed by Katie Price? No. Basically, Katie Price had all these people, and she was like, "Right, they would never end, underestimate Pricey." She rolled them in glitter, covered them in pom poms, and then judged them. And then one of them won, and the one that won apparently she promised a holiday in the Maldives, a Range Rover, and a cover on OK Magazine. She was going to make them into a star. What they actually got was a holiday in Marbella, a weekend in Marbella, honestly, a weekend in Marbella. They got a Range Rover, but they couldn't afford to insure it because it was 10 yeah. a year to insure it. And then they also got, they didn't get a cover of OK. And that was Amy, someone or other. But Ryland came second because he was a model. Yeah. And actually, I watched a couple of clips on YouTube and I was like, this is phenomenal. Because it was when Katie Price was at the peak of her powers in the early noughties, right? Yeah. So good. But then I watched some X Factor. Because I was like, I'm sure Ryan was... So I watched his audition. He's got long, I, blonde hair. I showed this to Neil. Must have been only like six weeks ago because I think he said the same thing to me because we love listening to Ryland on the radio. And I showed him the judges' houses when he gets home. I've not watched that, but I know it gets very dramatic, doesn't he it? He literally falls off his chair and goes... <laughs> 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 Alice, Alice, you can't hear her because any dogs could hear her but she's like sort of crying contorting her face like Ryland did at judges houses uh, I, I think he's great um he's yeah anyway and nick was just oh just oh because nick was like uh i don't know i don't know we're talking about people that was oh right we're just talking about people that wanted to be our friends and i said oh, oh no so we're talking about podcasts He's like, do you know any good podcasts to listen to? And I was like, I don't uh, listen to running podcasts because they're boring. Yes. So, I, so he listens to this already. I know, yeah, he does. but that's it. like, that's all there is. Yeah, so There's I was no, like, nothing else on the market. Well, I was like, I was like, I like listening to Off Menu, and I like listening to Ryland's podcast, How to Be a Man. Yeah. And I like nice. listening to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. There is no other podcast. This is the only podcast you'll listen to. Oh, hey, this is a good segue, Ali Bailey. What? It's Should what? we hear why? Why other people like listening to this podcast? Keeping it real, that's what I like about the podcast. So many on Instagram I've had to unfollow and whatnot because it's just all like everything's so wonderful. And yeah, a lot of things is wonderful, but also, you know, there's mud and shit. Just the fact that it feels like you're listening to some mates at the weekend, usually when I'm out running, but sometimes when I'm ironing. <laughs> Rock and roll. Ironing man. <laughs> Have you done an ironing man? Yeah, she has. Yeah, I've done a half iron man. She's done a half ironing man. Okay, let me hear you. Hey, Paul Alban like, from oh, Big Bear let Events. Me, let me prep first. What? You don't need to prep. Why do you like the podcast? It's very, very um, honest. <sighs> Start again. No, it's because we mention you every week, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's mainly because I get mentioned every week, so I have to see if I'm going to be on it. Yeah. So okay. that's why I listen. Oh, well, that was a nice little uh, pat on the back, wasn't it? But that was what some people think, but then they were, it sounds, hey, guys, it might sound like they were held at gunpoint, but they weren't. They no, That was their I mean, own free will. Them. It was their own free will. My favourite was possibly Paul Alban when he said that the only reason that he listens to it is um, so that he can check what we're saying about him. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. That's the only reason Damien Hall listens to it as well. Damien <laughs> and his lawyers. Um, hey, I've had, we've, had some, we've had some conumbrance in the corner, by the way. Have we? Yeah. Are you going to start? Oh, my God, that's such a good one. Hey, so this time of year, everybody, do you remember way back in the, way back when, we had a... Um, chat about men in tight trousers so men in tight trousers please wear baggy shorts over the top right and and it's because i don't really want to see the outline of your penis i find it slightly aggressive um that's just me and other women did agree and some men agreed as well because it makes them feel inadequate so some men disagreed because they like wearing their tight tights because it makes their booty look good it makes their booty look good but in that case wear a flapping cod piece or something a loincloth (laughs) if you want it's up to you what you do. It's your, it's your, but really think. Now, listen, there is another reason why you should wear shorts. And Paddy Fowler dropped us a DM about this very reason. Go on then. Paddy says, hi, guys. I've been waiting for the colder weather to come back around to send this in, as I know how much Ali loves men in tights. I don't. Last winter, I spent a lot of time running beside the sea in Edinburgh in my man tights and shorts, as there are plenty of uninterrupted paths to enjoy. What I did not enjoy was getting stage two frostbite on the tip of my penis and having to waddle home slowly to revive the wee fella. So let this be a cautionary tale for the coming winter. More layers alone won't cut it. Windproofing is essential to keep everything safe and sound. Maybe I'm just surrounded by bad luck, though, as my partner is the Arthur Seat dog poo victim from one of your earlier episodes. Uh, <laughs> Thank I said, oh Paddy, keep the little fella warm. Oh so my Paddy got was running beside the sea in his Ooh. man tights and shorts, Ooh. and he got stage two frostbite on the tip of his penis. Wow. Was it was it hanging out? What do you do? Oh my god, you know what we could do? Do you know innocent smoothies make those little hats? Nana's make those little knitted hats for on top of we could ask if anybody would like to start knitting little penis hats. We could make like a little advert that's like save the cold penises this winter. Yeah, Knit. but this is a this is a cautionary tale for men. It is. You might you can laugh it up till it happens to you. It's not so I to think so, not you. It might no, happen to laugh. me though. If <laughs> I untuck it, it might happen to me. <laughs> so I just men of the pod wear those tights. So wear something warm, like a nice little knitted pair of trousers or something over the top of the tights. <laughs> Keep that little fella warm. Okay? Because you... now we are entering tights territory for men. We are. We are. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Paddy, for that. And any other tights-related issues, please do send them over, because I do enjoy reading them out. I have got some more correspondence. Have you? Anna's on her phone because she left her laptop in Milton Keynes, so it's quite interesting watching her try and concentrate on talking to me, but also go through her phone while she's on her phone doing Zoom. It's brilliant. I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, so, right, anyway, I can't get words out and do it at the same time. You know all this bullshit about, oh, women can multitask. I fully accept that I cannot multitask if it involves, like, reading and listening at the same time. I won't listen to you. Like, I fully, ig- not ignore, but, like, I fully don't hear things that are said to me and just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I probably should have listened to that. You're holding up a book, The Practice of Groundedness. 
my Brad Stolberg Bible. Oh, in this he talks. In this he talks about multitasking. Multitasking is a fallacy because yeah. you're doing loads of loads of little things badly. You're yeah. not giving your full attention to something. When you're not giving your full attention to something, you're not creating sustainable excellence. It's not a cult. Honestly, it's not a cult. Sustainable excellence. Where have you come out with all this bullshit? I love sustainable excellence. It, okay, it's not bullshit. Sustainable excellence is a good thing. We'll talk about that on another pod. Anyway. Have you got some commembrance from the corner? I have. I'm not going to name this person yet because I, I actually haven't, I've not prepped this. I've not read it. I just checked in the emails and there were some emails. So I was like, cool, I'll read them out. Hi, guys. Thanks for a great pod. Just discovered it and loving it. Thanks. So here's one that's probably going to create more heat than light. Heat. I hate rubbish medals. <sighs> but perhaps not for the reasons you might think. Oh, I feel a good debate coming on. Mm, I feel a mass debate coming on. Oh, God. <laughs> Set you up for that one. Teed you up. Right. I love a good quality medal, coaster, buckle to remind you of a great day out and often a huge achievement that results from months of training and preparation. But we have seen in the last couple of years the emergence of the low quality, often wooden medals under the guise of sustainability. Yeah, Ali has got a... I've got a number wooden... of wooden medals. I've even got a wooden spoon. I've got some beautiful wooden medals and then I've got like some absolute you shouldn't have bothered wooden medals. Anyway, continue. So, and also, like like they say, under the guise of sustainability. Mm -hmm. Funny how I, sustainable is also very cheap. cheap. Yeah, but also sustainable, but you still had to chop trees down to make them. And use electricity to brand them. Yeah. Mm. Like, anyway... I am a strong advocate of sustainability, but the impact of a medal is negligible compared with the impact of hundreds of people driving to the event. So it provides a false feel-good factor without making any meaningful change, which is actually worse than doing nothing. A false feel-good virtue signalling. Yes. I love it. So my suggestion, offer a high-quality medal and make it an optional item you pay for. That way, people that don't care have the ultimate sustainability and those that do care get something they will value. Event organisers cannot complain about the cost, just price it accordingly and let people choose. And then, to be genuinely sustainable, look at ways to make getting to the event easier. Buses from the train station, shared taxis, charge for parking and use the money for good causes and so on. That way, it encourages more sustainable travel, which is more impactful, and the polluters pay as it should be. The main point is let's focus on the things that will make a real difference, even if they are difficult, rather than messing around the edges in order to feel good. Anyway, end of soapbox, blue touch paper, duly lit. Who's that? Is that Damien? Is that Damo? Under a different name, perhaps. Is that Ramian Ball? <laughs> <laughs> Ramian Ball, right. I think this person makes a lot of very good points. I do think so. However, oh. do you... Ramian Ball understand how expensive it is for a race director to put on a really good race so as much as it's great to think I oh, put on buses from the train station put on this do this do that all of it comes down to how that business is going to survive because it is a business right and I think that if you're going to do the medal thing all medals should be like t-shirts tea, uh, trees not teas trees not medals because yeah. you don't you have to pay extra yeah. for a medal because you're already paid to enter the event and i think people assume that the yeah. well it does the race entry does cover your medal but um and i think people will get annoyed about having and also you'll have to order those medals in smaller batches which is worse for the environment so if you look at what centurion do all the centurion medals i'm pointing at them are the same 
So I've got a South Downs Way 50 yeah. from that year and a South Downs Way 50 from the year before and another as one slam. There's another there's another one slam. And it's the same as my it's Wendover Woods 10 miler. Fucking medal. It's just on a different ribbon. Yeah. So they make hundreds and hundreds of them. So it's much quite easier to ship them and to get them so in bulk as opposed to going, oh, we're going to make 10 medals. So, you know, there's a lot, mm. a lot of stuff to think about here. But I think really, ultimately, the best we could possibly do is not to have medals anymore, except that when you do something huge, well, like a 100 mile and you want your buckle, I always take my buckle, but now I've given up on medals. The only medals I take are the ones for over 50 miles, 50 miles and over, which I know sounds like I'm being a real weird snob, but I do because I just don't take the rest of them. Um, so... I yeah, I, I'm sure you do, and I'm just trying to think of all my other, and I'm looking at all of these wooden medals. Look how many there are! Like there's so many. I know. Um, and there's a slate one here from Skidor. They make they're that the slate around Skidor. So it's an interesting debate. Anna, go on. You you have your thoughts. I love this debate. I think it's really interesting. So I'm also sat here looking at my like medal board that I got when I first started running. It's full. Like, I can't get probably any more on there. And there are loads and loads of hooks. And that's not me, like, showing off or whatever. But, like, it used to be something that I was super proud of and was like, wow, this is amazing. But now I look at it and I'm like, I've never I've never really looked at it. I, I've never really, like, gone and taken a medal off and been like, I remember what a lovely time I had at this race or I remember how hard this race was. And my board's got, like, my PBs written on it. And that's not something that I do anymore. Like, I'm not going after those PBs. I could run a 5K in 21.53, like, five years ago. Yeah, I was speedy. And my, you know, my half marathon times up there, whatever, all of my times are up there. I, it's just kind of like a wall decoration now. And actually looking at it, I'm like, do I really want it up there? I don't, I don't love it anymore. I don't take medals really anymore because normally on the T's, not trees. Trees, not trees. I'm not so glad tees. you're not the only person that says that because I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Um, normally on that option, the race organisers don't give you a T-shirt, but they also then won't give you a medal either. So like at Paul's race, for example, on Wednesday, he had medals, but he also had the trees option. So I picked the trees option, which means I don't get a flapjack, I don't get a drink and I don't get a medal. And when you finish the race, Paul spits at you and kicks you into the car park. He doesn't. He doesn't really. That's extra money. Because I, that. you know, I don't. I don't need the medal because it. You know, for me, that was just like a little jolly jog around Damage Country Park. However, I know that for Mandy, who does strength and my strength and conditioning class, I know for her, she ran her first fifty k at that. Whoa! Event. Good work, Mandy. So, she did so well, and so you know that medal to her will mean something mm -hmm. and we all put it's a bit like your numbers thing from last week we all put like a value on different things the way that you said I'll only take a medal if it's only a certain over a certain distance or you should only get a medal if it's a like a hundred mile or like a big achievement mm -hmm. but for so many people they're never gonna do that 10 miles yeah. 10 miles is a big achievement or a half marathon or a 10 you know, all, like, all of it's a big achievement. It's literally just about yeah. value judgment, isn't it? And, and yeah. it's about value. And it's like, and I'm like, I think you're, I think you're bang on the money there. Like I love my, I've got all these medals up that you can see and all my trophies up and all the things I've won, but I've also got two boxes of medals you can't see because they're 10 Ks, they're half marathons, they're marathons. They're just stuff down there. What the fuck do we do with them? Can someone create some, some way of 
recycling the fucking medals. One of the reasons these are up is because this is my office. People come in here for workshops and I want people to come in here and go, yeah, she's qualified to do this workshop because she's got all these medals. (laughs) Like that's, isn't it? But going forward, I think that all of us listening to this podcast could just make tiny changes, tiny. So think about, do I, if it's a race you've done before, do you need that medal? Do you need that t-shirt? If you do want it and you do need it, have it. But if we all make little changes with this, with this whole environmental thing, then it makes big it makes big sea changes. Like one of the things mm-hmm. I, I sometimes think about is how smoking has become so bad, such a bad, bad. And it's not that yeah. long since you could smoke in Pizza Express and people did. You had a smoking yeah. area in a restaurant, right? It's not that long, maybe like 15, 20 years. And it's not been like a huge campaign to stop people smoking. It's been incremental bits. And I think with with the environment, it's the same thing. So I really, I think that's a great email. And um, I do I do agree that some races are virtually signaling and some races, you know, could do better. But at the same time, they are businesses and we need to be mm. careful here because there's no subsidies for any race company and loads of them are going down the toilet. Yeah. And also it's yeah. up to us. And if we're not careful, we won't have No, races. we won't. It's up to us as well. If you want to share a lift to a race, go into the Facebook page and say, hello, I live in Milton Keynes and I need to get to the race in Doncaster. Does anybody want a lift share? Start that thing yourself mm-hmm. because it's not down to yeah. the race director wholly. It's down to us as runners to say to race directors, this is what we want you to do. So um, yeah. I think uh, it's very much an individual thing. Um, but um, yeah, like... Stop getting distracted by your I'm medals. just looking at them and thinking like, what, what like... I do, I do. They do remind me of really good, important times. They do, I do like Yeah, there I don't take ones. them for every race. Like for any of Paul's races, anything that's a training run, I'm just like, I'd rather do the trees thing because I really like the trees thing. There is, a, there is sort of another side to that though, because like, for example, at the Big Bear race, I'm using that as an example because it was Wednesday and also because there was the option to not take the medal and plant a tree instead. So Paul will only get the number of medals done, the number of people who were entered and haven't ticked trees, not teas. So for that race, for example, you don't take a medal. But for example, when we did Wendover Woods, 10, minor, mm-hmm. you didn't take a medal, I did. But um, what happens to the rest of those medals that are then left over with Centurion, they then repurpose them because they're the same medals for all of the events. Mm-hmm. Great. Good. What happens at the events that have got Great North Run 2023 printed all over yeah. them and people don't take the medals? What do they do with them? They put them in landfill, right? I'm just looking at the ones I've got up here. Like this one here has got the date on it, 2022. That's got 2023 on it. But a lot of them don't have dates on. Oh, that's got 2022 on. But that's the thing. If you put the date on the actual round bit of the medal, you're fucked, aren't you? Well, our um, Coventry Half Marathon from 2021 said Coventry Half Marathon 2020 on it because it didn't happen in COVID. And so they didn't order new medals. And I love that. But anyway, I think we could get like we could chat about this for so many hours. It's such a good conversation to have. And, you know, if anybody else has thoughts, which I'm sure there will be. The balloons. Why are the balloons? Thoughts. I haven't what? touched anything. Why are they... I'm going to Google If anyone this. else has any thoughts, I did this as well. No, the balloons were back. Anyway, if anyone else has any thoughts what? on just any getting of this, them, like... and I'm not. <laughs> Probably because I'm on my phone. Um, 
yeah, drop us a DM. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably pop this up as like a little commenty commenty on uh, on the actual grid on Instagram. Um, and, and send us your emails. So, guys, I need your help. Okay. We are planning for the end of the year. And we've got a couple of episodes whereby I need some additional correspondence. So email ultrasoundsystem at gmail.com. I'm trying to make balloons. Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, let us know, like, any of your embarrassing stories. You can stay anonymous if you want. You can tell us any funny stories. You could ask us a conundrum. You could um, just anything you want to talk to us about. You've just put a little balloon emoji on the screen, Ali. I'm listening to you. I'm just trying to make balloons. You're not listening. You're very distracted today. Anyway, um, yeah, send in all your correspondence because we are having an out-of-office special because I don't know if you knew, but um, Ali's going on holiday. Yeah, so on holiday, guys. Gap when she's not going to the Philippines. Oh, she's back in the room. There's the Philippines. Yeah, good. Um, so, yeah, so I just need a few more little, uh, little nuggets to um, mention in the Christmas edition of the podcast because now you're trying to look for how to make balloons and you just have to apparently do the peace sign and I'm not do that do the peace sign there's a fucking piece of shit I didn't do the peace peace sign right oh hang on a minute I just want to say thank you to Steve Green who sent a message about right to Rome uh that's a podcast called 99% invisible and I listened to it it was good. It's a nice bit of uh, how we got the right to Rome. Really, really good. It's only half an hour long. It's called 99% Invisible Right to oh. Rome podcast. And um, yeah. would recommend. And I'm going to make a point of when I go on holiday to the Philippines to learn all about Right to Rome. I'm going to read a couple of books on Right to Rome because I'm really interested in it and I want good. to know about it. Well, there was that book that we recommended the other week. I'll dig out the name of. Um, Perfect. I'll put it in the show notes. Good. Good. One more piece of correspondence. Yes. It's from Erin. Erin got in touch and we read her email out a couple of weeks ago on the pod. Um, she says, thanks for reading my email on the pod and sharing your thoughts. I've had some productive self-reflection as a result of that. As you hit the nail on the head, that it's more about how I feel about myself. So Erin, if you remember, was the one who was, I don't want to say upset because that makes it sound like... Triggered. Triggered. Yeah, I guess. Triggered by uh, something that was said by Marshall. So... Um, he said, I do think the marshal had 100% good intentions, but I stand by my view of if you wouldn't say it to the front of the pack, don't say it to the back of the pack. Completely agree, Erin. Given that phrase is often prefaced with, it doesn't matter how slow you're going, it feels to me like something you say to someone is someone uh, who's just starting out and struggling, but appreciate it won't hit that way for everyone. So I guess it hits a nerve for me. I get anxious about wearing a new pair of trainers, which all plays into the same thing. I do have a lot of feelings of not fitting in with the running community. I can't always buy the clothes that I want if the sizing doesn't go big enough. So many brands only go up to a 14 to 16 and I can't always do the events I want to do if the cutoff is too short, although I do understand and empathise with why the cutoffs are in place. And I don't have a local running club that is, has a slow enough group for me. Park Run's the one place that feels inclusive and non-judgmental to me. <clears throat> Apologies if this has gone a bit off track from Well Done's, but just wanted to say thank you for your balanced views and getting my thoughts in a different direction, which I think will be helpful to me in the long run. No pun intended. I'm entered for the Rabbit Challenge, so I look forward to meeting you both on the 1st of November. Erin! Where are you, Erin? Where were you, Erin? Were you the... <sighs> trying to make the reaction Erin, I love your email. Thank you so much for getting back in touch. That was um, really nice. I love that. And Erin, um, 
and everyone else. Be being the change of your thoughts, actually being the change as opposed to thinking of the change is the key to this. So mm. if you can start to go, that, that isn't helpful, start to behave that way and be unapologetic in who you are. It's so, such a hard thing to do, it's a scary thing to do. But once you start to do it, you start to be that change. You start to show up and be like, this is who I am. I sound like that fucking musical now. Once you do it once or twice, you know, it's other people look at you and be like, wow, like that woman is fucking incredible. That man is fucking incredible. It gets easier. And it's all well and good talking about changing how you think to change how you feel, to change how you behave. If you actually start to behave like that, it's that is a thing. And I think that it's a, it's a, it's a magic, like, superpower. So try that, Erin. Try it. Try try being a bit more unapologetically Erin because you're an awesome human being and it will just mm. empower you. It just empowers you. And there's a difference between, you know, the knowing-doing gap and the say, the being-doing gap and, and just try being unapologetically you and see what happens and that's for, that's for everybody because it really does make yeah. a difference it's hard and scary but you, you'll see it's not as scary as you think it is yeah definitely definitely oh still haven't worked out this oh my god ali stop she's just literally like sticking her fingers up at me yeah, and, because like, it, that's how you make the that's how you make the balloons happen you did a peace sign I, and the balloons happened i didn't you, you did so distracted today Ha, I told you. Ha, 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 ha. Balloons. But why does it not work on yours? Because mine is old and rubbish. You can make rain, apparently. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to, the next, I've got a Zoom call with a client at 10 o'clock and it's going to be raining, confetti cannoning. It's going to be oh my God. thing. I feel really sad for your client because genuinely you look like you're directing a plane right now. I know why it's not working because I'm on my laptop. When I'm on my phone, it works. Obviously, the OS thingy on the phone is better. So, hey, guys, when you want to zoom on your phone, do a thumbs up and see what happens. Do a peace sign and you'll get balloons. But not if you keep doing it like Anna's doing it, like a weird monkey in a zoo. Anywho. uh... That's literally what you've been doing for the last 10 minutes on this call, Ali. I know. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend, Ali? This weekend, I'm going to go to the gym, go for a walk with my friend with the dogs, and then I'm going to go for a run on Sunday to pick to pick potatoes to make big big potatoes from the field. But a little run—that's what I'm doing. I'm just not doing anything. It makes me feel quite panicky, anxious, and a bit sad. What are you doing? I'm going to New York. Oh yeah, you're going to New York. Why are you going to New York? Shits and giggles. Mm. That's no, not true. Working. Yes. <laughs> but working. why are you going to the New York Marathon when you're not running the New York Marathon? Or are you well, running I the did New York have, Marathon? I did have the opportunity to run it. However, with the way that I've been feeling for the last eight weeks, there is absolutely no way that I want to slog out a hard road marathon. Um, so I'd rather just go and cheer because I actually prefer cheering to running at the moment. <laughs> That's, That's not true. I've run That's New York true. Marathon and it's bloody brilliant. It's really good. I know. Yeah, it's I know. so, so good. Have I. It is great. It's it's my favourite. And I think that's why I don't want to run it because I've already done it and I don't want to sully my experience of it because I've already had such a lovely time there. I'd rather go and cheer everyone else on. So, yeah, just a bit of sightseeing. I'm going to go for a little joglet around Central Park, try out the High Line, a little bit of sightseeing. Have a lovely time. Um, I'm very jealous. Literally a long weekend in New York. (laughs) To the person that just emailed about sustainability, I am sorry. (laughs) It's work. Okay, I love you. I love you. Okay, I love you. Bye. I love you. I'll see you later. Bye.